We hope that you enjoyed the show. There are so many more for you here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. Just go to the podcast tag at the top there and you will see all the many genres and all 3,000 shows ready for your listening. We are here to serve you, to help you on your journey of life. And we know that through inspiration, it begets invitation. We are supported by you, the listeners, and those that we interview. Anything that you can spare us in donation would be greatly accepted. And we do hope that you enjoy the next show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Central Expressions right here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy. My guest today is Karina Reeves. Sensuality, what does that mean? Well, she says love, sex, and relationship, uh, is, and she facilitates that cutting-edge mobility is all agenic, ag- energetic magic now let's look at that energetic magic now how do you get this magic how do you let this beautiful energy run through you you have to let your senses awaken and those central expressions are an expression of who you are and what you are and everything that it can lead to sex or just being in tuned with life and riding the energy she has um, research shows that have shown 75 percent of women are reported to be struggling with self-esteem self-worth issues and that they have reached their peak confidence by the age of nine oh my god sex <laughs> love and relationships uh it is all about that's transforming women's lives into releasing toxic subconscious beliefs and teaching somatic led self-love self-love folks that has to come first before anything else before coaching she was a world traveler um a professional Celist, celist. What is a celist? Oh, I've got to find out. Celist, celist. Who is it? Okay, see, it's Monday morning. No coffee in here, and dyslexic moments. So, celist, and we're going to be discussing about what she learned about all those beautiful energies that she experienced. Not only playing the cellist, but also traveling so much because it really does ignite all those wonderful senses in you. So, let's dive right into um, the energetic healing. Let's dive right into our senses. Let's dive right into how we can facilitate that into our beingness. And as we discussed before, having wonderful spaces in our life of nothingness and just allowing our senses to feel, to touch, to taste, to be, without us dictating or putting the clock on it or demanding it do this or demanding it do that, because that's when we truly and utterly connect with ourselves, isn't it, Karina? Welcome to the show. Mm, thank you so much, Sarah. I'm so excited for this conversation. We're going to have the best time. We're going to awaken all the senses. It's happening. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but people kind of just think, touch, see, touch, hear, it, 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 and feel. And then they, they just, they downplay their senses so much, don't they? They downplay all these wonderful tactile and feeling and expressions and everything that's inside of it that makes us who we are. So no wonder we don't have good self-esteem and no wonder we don't have self-love because we're not igniting ourselves in order to feel it. Absolutely. And, you know, I just want to acknowledge that if you're resonating with, you're right, I'm not igniting my senses. I wish I was igniting my senses more. I just want to name how normal it is Mm 
to hide from high sensation mm. because a lot of us are carrying I'm just going to I'm just going to come right out of the gate and say it a lot of us are carrying some big small t sometimes big t trauma and when you start to let yourself feel most women will start to tap into an ocean of sadness you'll start to feel your mm. rage you'll start to feel your grief and so one of the things that's so powerful about this shift is your willingness to go slow, yeah. your willingness to be where you are. There's so much rushing to make, I don't know, make the $10,000 mil millions or to, to, to get the ring on your finger or to yeah. like get the, get the five pounds off. There's like uh -huh. so much rushing. And what I have found over and over again, and if anyone else feels this, please put this in the comments. I'm sure that there's lots of all the wonderful platforms that we're gonna be on. Mm -hmm. Where are you waiting to tap into how you're feeling until you get the thing you want? Okay, folks, because we had a tech issue there right now while she was speaking, her beautiful face was stationary, but, and it may happen today, the, the internet gods may decide to have a little of their own sensuality, uh, but, well, don't worry, we're here on top of it, and the information is still going to flow and be divine. I loved what you said there about, you know, it's, um, we're so busy. Why are we so busy? What are we chasing? We're all chasing to be connected to ourselves, to have a meaningful life, to be purposeful, to feel loved, to be loved, to, to have that exuberance of life. Why are we chasing it out there? Because we've learned to hide from out there. Yes. We've learned that out there is where we're judged, mm. is where we don't get the raise that we want, is where we're rejected in love, is where we um, feel embarrassed, is where we feel ashamed. And so we have this, especially for women, I'll speak for women because that's what I know best. Right. We have this loop that starts to happen where I have a negative feeling. Mm. Therefore, I did something wrong. Therefore, I should do that better before I head back out into the world. Mm -hmm. In case and I'm going to get shift... judged again. All right? Yes. Yes. And well, before I say my, my remedy for all of that, yeah. one of the biggest pieces energetically you can shift into is willingness. Mm -hmm. and, it, and here's the hard thing. It's willingness to have the thing you don't want. And here's what that looks like. It doesn't mean you want it. doesn't mean you're asking for it. But the reality is you are going to get judged. We all get judged. Too fat, too thin, too tall, too white, too black, too mm. loud, too soft, too never smart, enough. too dumb, too rich. Too... <laughs> yeah. Never. Never enough. For someone else. Exactly. But that is the shift. That is the magic. When you start to allow your feelings mm -hmm. where you are in this moment right now, I call it listening, right? I call mm. it like accepting the moment and you let that come through your senses. So literally pausing like where, what am I feeling and where is it in my body? Is my heart pounding? Is my stomach mm. dropping? Are my, are my, uh, I don't know, is my breath kind of like fast, like literally tracking what's happening in your body brings you to this present moment. You know, yes. um, that book, The Power of Now took the world by storm. It was yeah. literally people were like, wait, now, like now, now, 
like yes. right here i don't have to prepare for <laughs> anything now no. <laughs> just being present in the moment now this moment right now <laughs> but this moment sucks this moment hurts this moment yeah. is sad this moment doesn't look like how i thought it was gonna look and letting yourself okay so here's one here's one really important thing if we've been through a week, a month, a lifetime, a, a hundred lifetimes of not letting ourselves feel, mm -hmm. of not letting ourselves, of, of being in survival, there is a huge concept that is this word that's so important. It's called titration. Mm. And what it is, is if you picture like a, a camera lens, right, you can make it like with low light you make it really wide open or if it's really intense like sunlight you make it really small right and f16 is really really small titration is doing that with your feelings mm. you don't have to do it all at once yeah you don't have to feel <laughs> we don't want you to be in a tsunami of feelings no you want to be in your capacity right you yes. want to you want to be able to be in your capacity in um uh psychology they call it your window of tolerance mm. right you want to go up to your edge yes you don't want to tip over no you don't want to capsize the boat yeah. you want to ride the waves you don't want to sink <laughs> well you know it's like it's what i'm always saying is about our emotions they're there to indicate a reaction or, or going through something and if yeah. we acknowledge that emotion and go okay where is this coming from why am i feeling sad today um, you know, is, is, am I picking up on something that's going on outside of me? Yes. Is there something inside of me I'm not paying attention to? Don't look yes. at your emotions as an en as an enemy. They're there as an indication of how you feel. It wants you to acknowledge it, pay attention to it, nurture it or do something about it. But the worst thing you can do is become emotional about your emotions because yes. now you're being irrational. And you've forgotten what they were, what it was all about in the first place now because you're just emotional. Well, and there's some interesting, like, so what if our emotions get to be irrational? Yeah, so as the long as they're spending themselves and we're not stuck in the irrationality, you know, spend it, get through it, but don't stay in it because then that comes the victimization, right? Staying in that negative emotion. I wonder if actually it's a question of what you do about it. Yes. Yes. Right? So, so I'll have an emotion come up that doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel in proportion. It feels like it came out of left. Everything's, everything's great, right? What's the joke that we have? First world problems. Yes. Right? I shouldn't be <laughs> upset about this. This is no big exactly. deal. And yet, you will, you will be having some really big feels. Here's something I've noticed in relationships is that when I feel the most loved and safe, that's when some bigger emotions get to come up that are the least rational. Mm -hmm. Because you're finally in a container where enough things are calm that this new thing that's been waiting yes. for some space can come. Hi, can I come up now? Is it safe yeah. to be vulnerable? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And if you have that voice that's like, you're, you don't make sense, you're not allowed to be here, mm -hmm. here's the shift. Wow, you don't make sense. Why are you here? Mm -hmm. What do you want me to know? 
what is this piece that doesn't fit that now has room to to to, to be seen and felt and heard and that space to um, building that capacity to be able to listen to ourselves you gotta go slow yeah you've gotta go slow pay especially attention especially right in relationships and so yes sometimes it's not always the right time right no if you've got you know a two-year-old running around yes or you have to leave the house in 10 minutes and you've got 20 minutes of things to do like you're in go mode that's okay yeah but so much of of going to a yoga class or having a coach or having a support group or having drinks with friends or having a spa day is actually giving your nervous system a chance to sort of settle enough that the things that need to come up Yeah. did you know that in physics if you shake if you have big things and little things if you shake it the little things go to the bottom and then the big things come to the top So it's It's like like cream, when you. isn't it? I remember the bottle of milk being delivered in England and the cream would rise to the top. And then if it was cold enough, it would push the lid open and you would go and get the bottle of cream on a cold day and find that it's a couple of inches above because it's solid mass. Right. So really looking at our problems, Solid mass. they're more solid mass. Uh, and so the other problem, the other issues Yeah. may be a reaction to that solid mass. So you have to pay attention to it. You have to slow down and be in the moment. And, you know, sometimes it's something you're carrying with you and you go, what the hell am I carrying that for? Why, why am I carrying this? And maybe what I actually need, because somebody said something that wounded me and now I'm carrying it around and making it a big, you know, pimple into a mountain. What, maybe what I need is just someone's arms around me saying, it's okay, you're loved. Or maybe we need to do that for ourselves. put our arms around ourselves and say, it's okay, you're loved. You're loved. And those feelings, even though on the one hand, they don't make sense Mm -hmm. in a way bigger way, just trust that they make sense. I maybe don't know why they make sense, but I'm going to listen. I'm going to digest them. I'm going to, I'm going to take, I'm going to do the titration just as much as feels like within my window of tolerance, I can just hold it. And I'll just, yeah, when there's time, like when you're running around, there isn't time, but building that time into your day where, you know, meditation is incredible. I don't think meditation, for me, meditation isn't about getting quiet. Right. For me, meditation is about noticing where I wasn't quiet and coming back to myself. Mm. It's actually the noticing and coming back to the quiet that is what meditation is really about. Do you Yeah, do you find that? I do. It's also kind of the silence and the darkness. Right? You know, when I'm in silence, when I'm in darkness, Mm. you know, that is when I have a clearer picture. because I don't have everything else flashing around me, right? So I'm not a person to sit down cross-legged Yeah. and hmm in meditation. That is not the way I meditate. I have to keep my brain busy doing something else while I can go into that space. And music does that, nature does that. Even just sometimes watching my two-year-old grandson play, he is so deep in, in his toys and what he's doing. And you can see little expressions going on in his face as the little story that's going on behind you know, that and fascinated him and wonder what that story is. But he's in his now, he's in his space. And I love that nothingness of darkness and silence in order to have a clearer picture. 
because what you really need to know in in the moment will come to you at your stillest at right when you are the most present yes so i think there's all different forms of yes, meditation i think it, pieces get to calm down yes yeah. yes it's allowing isn't it allowing because we don't allow ourselves to have that time. We don't allow ourselves to have that space. We feel, well, if I'm not being busy and I'm not being productive, I must be a lazy person. Do we think that our gurus yeah, and our monks are lazy? I... <laughs> yeah, right. And it goes back to what I said at the beginning. So we're not going to allow that time to get quiet if it's too scary. Yeah. Yeah. If we've... Because we've never, if we have felt like we haven't been there before, I can't tell you how many times a woman has said to me, but, but what if, what if I, what if I'm so sad, I never feel better again? Yeah. Right. Those are real, that is a real fear. And what is beautiful about the work of being in your body, being in your senses, tracking your capacity is that, is that when you do just a little, do just a little bit. When you do just a little bit of feeling, okay, you have to remember, you have to let your brain work for you. Your brain is your servant. Yes. Your brain is your servant, your heart's servant. Mm -hmm. So when your heart is feeling pain, let your brain serve your heart. What do you need? And talking to yourself like you probably wished you'd been talked to when you were a kid. What's wrong, yes. honey? What do you need? Yeah. Okay? What's going on? Yeah that tone with yourself mm -hmm. oh it feels so good yeah. and then we're able to teach our partners our children even because mm. we'll talk that way more to them then mm -hmm. and we'll talk about ourselves in kinder ways and it starts to be this whole cycle that builds of kindness from the inside out yeah right not rushing over what's coming but being kind with ourselves. with what that's real kindness i mean it's one thing to help somebody with their groceries you know mm -hmm. loading their car that's lovely that's lovely but it's quite another thing to like do you know what would you do if you see someone who's who's crying like at the mm -hmm. bus stop like what do you do do you stop do you rush by? Is it embarrassing? All of your feelings that come up around somebody else in crisis, there are threads of that is also how you are with yourself. Can you just sit with someone? Can you just sit with yourself when you're having a hard time? And that builds so much trust. Mm -hmm. That is where the allowance starts to expand because if I can be with myself when I'm having a hard time, Mm -hmm. then I can also trust I can flow more of the good times because let's be honest, growth is growth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you're growing, if you're growing, you're also going into, un you've never been there before. You're going into unknown. It might be amazing. It might be more money. Exciting. It might be falling in love. Yes. It might be buying your dream house. Yes. Exciting. Yes. And you've never been there before. If you haven't practiced being with discomfort, yeah. you will hold back the good things too. Oh, absolutely. You know, and it's, you know, the I just written my memoir and kind of in editing and going through it, I realized that there is a thread of sadness going all the way through it. And the sadness is because um, of a very spiritual being growing up. Uh, the sadness was part of why 
as human beings, when we have been given everything, this planet was provided, the universe provides us, everything we need is within, everything we need. All we have to do is reach in and acknowledge it and embrace it and become it. Why are we so cruel to each other? And the, the other sadness was, is why can we not see each other for who we are from the inside out? Why are we so hung up on the exterior? And it's, uh, it, I realized that it's been, you know, my lifelong and past lifelong um, observations. And it's even more and more that we actually step into our knowingness, which is allowing our channels to open up and receive that beautiful wisdom from the universe. God, universe, spirit, whatever you wish to call it, energy, whatever, coming through you. And it resonates with the heart. The heart gets excited and it gives it to the spirit to get into action. And the mind then knows what it needs to know when it needs to know it. And then you can take that action to fulfill whatever it is you're meant to be doing in clarity, in confidence, without any need of validation, justification or approval. Because you know you're in truth. Mm -hmm. But to get there, mm -hmm. we have to be willing to look at all the things that are holding us back. And I've been there. I spent eight years in the darkness trying to get out. Becoming the biggest problem was I was becoming comfortable in the darkness. Like I don't want to come out. Mm -hmm. Right? It's scary out there. I don't want to come out. And then when I did come out, it's so bright out here. And then feeling the shadows chasing me. But the more and more I immerse myself into the light, the more and more I realize when I go into the dark now, which I do a lot, I am the light in the dark. I don't need to be afraid. But I had to face the fear, face the sadness, face everything else that I felt was against me. Mm. And release it and allow my essence of who I really am to be, to become. And I know it's scary. I know it is. But it's scarier to stay in a place where then apathy comes in and you simply stop caring. It is so much harder to come from apathy to, to open yourself up again and feel than it is to come from anger or pain or sorrow. Those you can heal. Apathy is another thing altogether. Yeah, not caring. Yeah. Not caring, right? It's the... It's the, um, the freeze. It's in a relationship that's dying. You don't yes. care anymore. Right. Yeah. Not caring is, is really, if that's starting to happen, that's really valuable feedback that you're, 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 you're not, the life force is leaving. You're, you're not in tune life with your senses anymore. Literally, you're not in tune with your senses anymore. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yes. So one of the things from everything that you said just now though of all the things you get to do it's a whole nother thing when you do them in mm. relationship yes right yes. that's a whole nother thing a different it's, a different you know, planet all of its own <laughs> and the, that planet seems to you know you might feel like you're figuring your stuff out on your own yeah but there's nothing like being in a in a you know, whether it's with our parents or our kids or yeah. our lovers, being in a in a deep connected relationship where you care, yeah, it brings up, oh, that will bring those big things to the surface mm -hmm. to look at like nothing else. Yes. Should I care too much? <laughs> Is he gonna turn out like Joe did? Is and but what we do then we invite that, don't we? Because we're so afraid they're going to be what the last relationship was like, 
energetically we invite that yeah it's true so <laughs> if you have a fear there is just like at the beginning there's a willingness to have that fear so yeah. instead of oh i'm afraid i'm afraid that's going to happen i'm afraid he's going to be mm. like joe what if he's like joe da, da, da. Yeah. i feel that like it's like a very graspy energy yeah. so instead if you're willing like are you in or you out he yeah. could be like joe you kind of yes. don't know until you get started exactly you, really don't. you <laughs> so don't know just decide you're in or not that's fine yeah. either way but if you do decide you're in then you're just like oh well i i hope he's not like joe but if he is like Joe, then I'll deal with it. And it's well, just, if, if you, it if lets you st- everything relax. Yeah. And, but the thing is, we're not willing to try something. We're not willing to discover how awesome something can be. You know, not yeah. willing to try a new job, not willing to try a new relationship. Just because you've had a bad experience in the past, don't look at that as a door closed to having any other experience. Look at it mm-hmm. as lessons learned. Now I know. Uh, when the trigger comes up, what that means. I know mm. I know that um, with this door opens, but another door over there, it looks like it's Fort Knox. I can't open that one. Okay, I can go through a window. It, it's, mm. it's about being willing to explore because if we're not willing to explore, we're not willing to experience. And if we're not willing to experience, we're not going to have all of our senses lit up. Mm. Yeah, yes. And... And there's a piece around the energy of noticing. Mm-hmm. There was an interesting energy of noticing, letting it be an allowance of noticing yeah. as opposed to, oh, there's that thing I don't yes. want. And then the doors slam. Yeah. Instead of doors slamming closed, relationships really thrive in curiosity. Yeah. And it, yeah. Can, take, it can take a minute. Like we might still slam the door closed at first. But then if you do some of the processing that we've been talking about, letting yourself be in your capacity, letting yourself digest, letting yourself like feel and be in your feelings, you, you step out of judgment and you start stepping into that noticing and curiosity. To me, noticing and curiosity are like the opposite of judgment. It's the same yes. thing. You yes. said something that hurt me. Am I going to judge you as wrong and bad and mean and a horrible person? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to, wow, you said that really that really hurt me. I wonder why you said that. And I wonder what got triggered in you. And I wonder what got yeah. triggered in me. Yes. Like, but that is asking a lot of our nervous systems. Mm-hmm. It is. And so that, that space of going slow in a relationship, learning how to mm-hmm. connect in your relationship around those things without that hot, um, I call it weaponizing. Mm-hmm. Right when yeah. when we're like, how you, could you do that? Yes, you, you, that was the worst. <laughs> Does that get anybody anywhere? No, it puts the hackles up, doesn't it? And everybody gets into defense. What happens when you're in defense? You shut down. You're weaponizing. You shut down. You shut down. Are you communicating? You or you attack? Or right? you attack? So exactly. Fight or flight. Yeah. Yeah. So do, do we get any accomplishment there? No. Well, and again, back to the the pimple and the mountain is that it was a little thing. Didn't put the toilet seat down properly or said something or didn't pick up, you know, wash the dishes. A little thing that you've mountainized. And it's like, well, that may be your beef. And you can just say, you know, I've just got to think about it. Could you at least take your dishes to the kitchen? Right. I'm not here. You're a head cook and bottle washer. We're in this together. And if they're aware and they care, they will do 
if they don't care and go, no, that's your job, then there's a reason for the, your feelings went the way they did, right? But if we're not going to pay attention as to the why it's happening, then it's just going to get something that's going to get monumentous. Yeah, that's really true. There's so much good stuff in there. And there's, there's even more room, I think, in what you were sharing, there's even more room for talking about it. Yes. So I don't know about you, but when I, when I was growing up, um, so I grew up in, I was a, grew up in the eighties. I was born in the seventies and 71. And, and even then, like everyone was talking about communication, <laughs> communication. So you've got to communicate. Communication is so important. But as I've become a coach and moved into the most incredible relationship of my life, communication can also mean communicating how terrible I think you are. That is also communication. <laughs> yes. that, is, that is not what we want to be doing. Right. The communication part, the talking part is, oh, I thought we had an agreement that we would take our dishes to the mm. sink. Can you let me know? Did, was that not? Was that not, were you in on that agreement? Did you forget? Like, just help me know what's happening for you. And then they can share, I really, maybe they don't care about the dishes. Yeah. Maybe that's not a big thing for them. Maybe you want to restructure how you do the chores around the house. Yeah. Like there's so many different ways of doing something, but until you talk about what you'd like from open-hearted desires and what their experience was, why they did the thing, I can care about people a lot and still forget to take my dishes to the sink. Exactly. <laughs> but it, it's also going back to don't assume, communicate, ask, right? You know, or, or, or humorize it. Hey, mate, oh, yeah. I haven't got the sexy little apron on. Take your dish to the kitchen, right? Mm. There's so many different ways that you can do things. Um, and because sometimes it's not their pattern. Yeah. And so if you're wanting it to become a pattern, then you know humorize it don't make it look like it's a blame or a shame just make it look well, like you know it's something hey you know come on let's do them together invitation that's what yeah that's where your senses come in again though too because if you have had a hot reaction if inside yes you were thinking are you kidding me yeah again uh -huh. like if you have that i don't think you could you could sound like the nicest person in the world. You could sound perfect, but they would feel it. Yeah. They would feel that, that push, that judge, that, that resistance, that resentment, they'd mm -hmm. feel it. And, and I love humor. I mm. absolutely love humor, but I think it's all of our own jobs mm. to be honest about if our senses have had that kickback. My, my my ex he would he thought it was a great idea to tease me about things he didn't like but it always had a jab in it oh yes so then he <laughs> would he too. would get to he, he would get to say oh you just don't have a sense of humor mm. <laughs> and i right. was, and and i would quote ellen degeneres and i was like honey if we're not both laughing you're not doing it right right <laughs> I like that one. Yes, exactly. Like, do you see me laughing? You know, and, and it's, it, it also is, it's like when somebody has been drinking and then out comes their truth. And then when they're sober, no, I didn't mean it. I don't remember saying that and I didn't mean it. And I go, but your truth came out 
you know, when you were drinking and that you can't take that back. You've revealed how you feel. And, and, and if people don't take ownership, uh, okay, instead of like, okay, I wasn't aware I felt that way. Let us look at that. Why am I feeling that way? Let us really look at what the problem is. Is it me? Is it us? And what can we do about it's it? It's such a cycle. Yeah, it it's is. It's such a cycle because, so when those, when that tsunami mm. of emotion comes up, that guilt, that shame, that resistance, our first instinct is to protect ourselves. So if we haven't done the work of being able to sit with those uncomfortable feelings, of being able to feel the feelings, even just a little bit at a time, then when our partner magnifies and yeah. mirrors that for us, we want to kill the messenger, right? Yeah. And they, so, so all of these pieces go together. And the more you can, I have a process, um, actually, um, I call it, well, I, I first started calling it um, notice, feel, accept, which is what it is. Mm -hmm. It's a notice, feel, accept process. And then I started calling it frustration to flow. Mm -hmm. um, because what happens is, is when you're not fighting, when you're not arguing with right. reality, you actually get to, that, that's the space when you stop pushing against it that starts to let things soften so mm -hmm. that you can look at what's happening. Wow, I'm really mad that you said that. That really hurts. Is it? totally different energy than same words i'm so mad that you yeah. said that that really hurts yeah like, exactly oh. yeah yeah yeah, and, yeah. And, and it's again is that if love is enough and i think this goes back to our own self-worth and our own self-love if we truly do love ourselves and somebody does come up with something that is hurtful but we don't identify with it it's uh mm -hmm. we don't take it on you mm -hmm. know it, we realize Maybe they're speaking from their space of lack, their space of frustration. They're imposing it upon you, but it isn't really about you. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love having that be a belief. Yeah. That if somebody is saying something hurtful to me, that it's always about them. I'll love mm -hmm. to see if there's any lessons for me too. Absolutely. Yeah. But if someone is like, I can feel that they're trying to hurt me, that they're like weaponizing then, oh, they must be really, you must be really hurting that you're wanting to attack me. That's the only reason why people attack. It's the only reason, because they're hurting. Yeah, I, I used to say to my ex when that started up and I had already vibrationally grown and, and you know, wasn't going to kind of get um, piranhaed, as I called it, you know, suck the life out of me. Um, I wasn't allowing that to happen anymore. So when, when it raised its head, I said, please go and talk to the mirror. It's the only one interested mm. <laughs> because you want to get nasty, go be nasty to the mirror. I'm not taking it. I'm not taking it. And when you're doing that to yourself in the mirror, have a damn good look mm. of how ugly it is. And do you really want to represent yourself in that way? Or do you want to deal with it? Because mm. right. you know, I'm we sure don't... he didn't want to hear any. Of no, that. I'm sure he didn't actually look in the mirror either. So <laughs> denialist. But you know, the thing is, we've really got to sort out our own BS, and we've got to look at is this BS that we, you know, that we've stepped into this belief as a form of defense? Have we stepped into this belief because it's what we were brought up with? Are we in this belief because society has told us? Is it past life belief that we're carrying around and we can't identify it? But the whole idea is like, have a look at that belief and whatever package it comes in and saying, do you serve me now? No, I wish you well. 
goodbye. And it's that severing of that belief has not been a part of who you are now. It's liberating, but people don't really understand that sometimes it can be as simple as doing that because that belief has been so heavy for so long, they don't realize. They can send it back to Amazon, put it in a bag and post it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's what my modality energetic magic does. It releases subconscious beliefs. Yeah. And, you know, as powerful as that is, and I think it's essential, absolutely essential. Clean yourself out in order to fill yourself with love, right? Right, just like food. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely, and water. Um, But I think that there's a lot of confusion over what functioning well actually looks like. Mm -hmm. So we'll see, you know, um, influencers on Instagram, you know, best hashtag best life and and it's true but here's here's what my partner and i have found is that our ability to move through difficult things together is what makes things incredible it's not that everything's perfect no is that we've learned how to move through difficult things together like we share what's happening we never we do not attack it is like we do we do if we take a tone it is our responsibility. Yeah. It is never on them. So if I take the tone within second, I can't even count. Feels like less than a handful yeah. of women for years. <laughs> yeah, like it is not a habit. And we both take responsibility for that. And we both, I think we're both harder on ourselves. Yeah. And I'll, uh, I, I think maybe a couple of weeks ago, I, I sort of got a bit frazzled and I got a bit short. And I, you know, 10 minutes later, I was like, I'm so sorry. I was snappy. He's like, where? I didn't even notice. Right. <laughs> so well, that's, that's when you're riding me, on the same lovely. wavelength. And that, that is love. And you're riding on the same wavelength, right? You're traveling together. I, you know, there's a beautiful picture that I captured is a, a man and a woman and they're facing each other. And the face in the middle is another face. And it's like mm-hmm. your strength, his strength as individuals but when you come together as that one it then becomes your collective strength and it isn't abstaining or or neglecting your own or your own needs desires or anything else as that beautiful individual it's like two beautiful instrumentalists you can play beautifully on your own right music is transcended but when you come together in harmony in sync it is like fingers locked unbreakable Right. And then you are so utterly in tuned with each other that you are far, 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 far likely ever to do something nasty to each other because to do so would also hurt yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And getting to that point is work. Yeah. Is work of processing and be, practicing being in the moment, feeling your feelings. It is, it is. It, it will even be annoying. Let it be annoying. Let it be annoying. I'm like, oh, the mosquito, the mosquito. <laughs> so many feelings, all these feelings. And then you can take a break from the feelings. I'm, I'm a big fan of little Netflix. No, no problem. Right. But, but, but go back in. Yeah. Go back, go back in. Cause that's where the magic is, is when you can <sighs> practice moving through the feelings together. I, I'm convinced that we would get tired of chocolate cake all the time. And sometimes yeah. that's what that's what best life always looks like, you know. Right. That's, the <laughs> that's the treat. That's the treat. 
we had a we went out for he took me out for the most beautiful dinner a couple nights ago we don't normally go out and and you know some things came up it but it was perfect because we moved through those things together Mm. that is the point though is that going through it not getting stuck in it but going through and life is about fluidity energy is fluidity our senses is fluidity it's got to constantly be in flow if we didn't um allow our bodies oxygen or blood or energy to flow within our body our bodies will break down and this is why a lot of people have dis-ease because of that Mm. energy not flowing when Mm. we allow that energy to flow we'll address things as they come up and not take them personally and not take them as attack be able to address them lovingly and caringly so that they can clear the path for you to continue on with the flow it's about keeping the flow alive it's such a revolution though it's not Mm. our instinct we are not wired that way we are not i just want to name that if you're like listening to this and like sounds good but even how do i do that yes how do i do that and that's, you know, I'm sure all the guests that you have, have on have beautiful practices. And that's, that's the thing. You have to move beyond, you have to be willing to go into new spaces that are actually, the how isn't just buying a fancy new bag as lovely yes. as that feels, right? As good as that feels, the how is often a little bit messy, right? It's yeah. feeling some discomfort. It's, it's, it's moving through, through these moments and there's a wonderful story. Um, there was a film made of a mom and her baby. She had a new baby. And we like to think of happy life as just being this, this, this wonderful space. And I do believe that universal love mm-hmm. is, is that, is yes. the like, just this, it's, it is like a, a, a wave or a river or an ocean of experience that I believe you can tap into even when you're having a hard time. So yeah. that is there. But when you're, especially with a relationship with a newborn, it used to be, it used to be thought that it was just this glow that you would yes. have in a relationship. But what they found when they took these mini videos is that the baby would, would cry and the mom would get grumpy or something would happen and then they'd repair, they'd come yes. back together. Relationship is about discord, just like music, right? Mm. Just like with my cello playing. Mm. It, discord and then you come back together. And you and that breathing into having difficult things come up, be what you do together, is part of what knits your trust with mm. each other. It's the pulse. You're still mad. Yes. The anger is still real. You're still pissed off. But you have built this trust that you can feel that, share that as your experience, Mm -hmm. not their blame, even as you might have an ask of something you'd like for them. Then it lets you come back together because you've 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 practiced that that stretch and that repair. That stretch and that repair. Repair is People need to talk about repair more. Repair is gold. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, your body needs to go into a deep sleep so that it can repair. Mm, yes. Right? So our psyche needs to go into a deep space where it can reflect and repair mm. what the obstacle is in the way. And we can't repair what we don't know. And that's why we need the space to reflect on what is bothering us before it becomes out of proportion because when we really do look at it it's like you know really that's not a big deal 
Why did I think it was a big deal? Or, you know what, this is a, a, a big deal. Uh, you know, yeah, something right. that I know is just going to keep pushing my buttons. This needs to be repaired or addressed and it cannot be brushed away or just, you know, oh, it's okay. I can deal with this each time. You don't yeah. want it keep coming up. So if we're not paying attention and if we're not allowing that space, that place in order to observe and see what it is for what it is, how are we going to repair it? Yeah. Yeah. Or even acknowledge what needs repairing. <laughs> yeah. And it might be a little, sometimes you don't know right away. Mm -mm. Like had times where I'm like I don't I don't quite know what's wrong but something's mm. wrong can we talk through whatever happened the other day or I'll, I'll bring it to meditation or I'll bring it to you know some a body work process that I'm doing I don't even know what's wrong what is yeah. it and sometimes it's some of those bigger pictures you know oh it's it's an anniversary maybe mm. or oh um last year this time I was doing this thing with 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 my parent or with my kid and I'm not doing it this year and that's hard. Like there's so, mm -hmm. so many threads that weave yeah. through our lives. But we oh. have to, that, you know, we have to look at them and this is what engaging the senses in, you know, we don't block the senses, you know, um, oh, I tasted this food and it was dreadful and I'm never going to taste anything ever again. It doesn't work that way. Right. I think a lot of people do though. I think I that's exactly what a lot of people yeah. do. My, I, they're like, well, I never want that to happen again. Mm. So I'm never going to do that again. Doesn't work that way, does it, it? Well, it's such an edge, right? Yes. Because I could choose to never do it again with that person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like in relationships. But, but to, to go back in, mm -hmm. go back in. Maybe, maybe Thai food isn't my, I love Thai food, but maybe, you know, you had a, you know, you don't eat Thai, you had a bad Thai food experience, you don't eat Thai food for a while. That's okay. But you're going to eat again. Mm -hmm. You're going to see what foods you do like. You're going to talk to your body. You're going to connect with what feels good, right? And the more you go back in and listen and go back in and listen, the more you're, you're talking with your body. One of my favorite things to think of with your body is getting her back on your team. Yeah. She's not Working in your for way. you and not against you, right? Yeah. Even more than four, I think of us working together. Yeah. We're working with each other. She is my vessel to experience life. If I can fall in love with my stretch marks mm -hmm. and my wrinkles and that I wish I could run a little longer when I'm like with my kid, like then if I want, if I feel that desire coming up, if I come to her with love and I'm like, I would love to run a little bit longer or faster. What could we do? And she's mm. like, she feels like excited to meet, like things will start to manifest. That's when things start to manifest. And when you are in a space of love with yourself and your body and your sensations, and you have a desire. Yes. I love you body and I want to run more. Can you tell it's spring? And I'm like tired. Of yeah. <laughs> Set me free. No more snow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That being with <laughs> each other, having each other's back, 
staying in your window of tolerance, right? Running is uncomfortable, but I can do a little bit and I can do a little bit every day and I can do a little bit more. And if I treat it like a game and if I make it fun, then, and I'm, and I'm not yelling at my body. Like yeah. listening to your thoughts with your body is very confronting. You know, it's so easy to be like, uh, I hate this. Uh, uh, I, I'm so stupid. Uh, I wish I hadn't done that. Why did I do that? Like, there's so many things that we berate ourselves for. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I cannot encourage enough. You can even make it a little practice. I'm going to put this in, Matt and I, my partner, we're putting this in our next um, relationship course that we're just making right now. We're going to have you, like, take a, take a little notebook around mm -hmm. and just write down your thoughts. They... They are so the water you breathe that you yeah. don't notice them. And you're like, okay, I ate like a second piece of cake. What did I tell myself? Like, okay, I, I got up late. What I stayed up. Oh, I doomsday scrolled. What did I tell yeah. myself when I was doing those things that I know I'm not supposed to be doing or that I don't really want to be doing? What are you telling yourself? Our beings want to be loved with honey. We don't want to be hit with sticks and vinegar. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. want to be like, we want to be loved and nourished into good things. <laughs> well, of course, when we're going into a relationship, we want to show people, um, you know, here's the honey spoon. You know, mm -hmm. I am honey. Um, but mm -hmm. if we go in looking for someone to complete us, to define mm -hmm. us, mm -hmm. then th we're giving them confusion. You know, when we are in a relationship, we want someone to compliment us. Mm. Right? I Not compete. When they compliment, when you compliment each other, you bring the best out in each other. Right? And that means mm. that you're good for me. You're good for me. We're good for each other. Mm -hmm. But because we've both done the work to get to this higher frequency, of love, of self-love, of choosing to live life lovingly. Mm. That when we do come together, all of our senses are alive and we complement mm. each other. But we can't look to someone to complete us or, you know, to fix us or define us. That is our job. That is what we're, what we're meant to do ourselves. And that doesn't mean we don't support each other in a relationship when we have hard times or struggle times that's what the relationship is about but we don't want to come with our dysfunction and expect that relationship to work as honey unless we are the honey so you've got to become the honey ourselves yes yes we do need to become the honey ourselves and our relationships will bring up our stuff so there's sort of there's a dance that happens mm. of Appreciating the good things, doing what works, being able to stay in communication and honesty. And then when big things come up, you've built that framework that you can ask for help or support with each other as you move through mm -hmm. difficult things. It's, it's such an interesting, it's a bit of a paradox really. Yeah. The, the more you allow it to be okay uh -huh. when things aren't okay then it's okay and you move through it together but when it's not okay for something to come up that you don't like then then that's that layering you were talking about then you're mad that mm. you're mad or you're mm. sad that there's you're sad or it's hard that it's hard all of those kinds of things i 
I think that when you start hearing your words that you say to yourself, and when you start hearing the words that you say about your the people in your life or your partner, it is such an opportunity and an offering for us to reflect on and do more work on ourselves. And it's such a powerful gift to have someone who can support and be with us through that work. Matt and I don't feel like we've finished working on our, we never want to finish working on no. expanding yeah. the love that we have. Yeah. And it, part it, of it's not complete, is, right? It's, a, it's, it's an experience that you continue to have. And it's an exploration. It's an adventure uh, that you're going on together. And when you look at it like that, then you look to each day of what each day is going to bring us. What each day are we going to explore and discover today? And if it happens to just be a day of being busy and blur, okay, that's fine. You know, uh, we've got always the next day. Or I think the exciting thing is, is having somebody that you can share your day with. Do you know what happened today? I had this a great experience with this client, this, that, et cetera. And the other person is just as excited as you are, you know, because they're in tuned uh, to your joy. Ah, you know what I think? I think because they're in tune to themselves, they're able to yeah. be present. Then they can be in tune with my joy. Yeah. There's so much, so many relationships that feels like people step over themselves. Mm -hmm in order to give the other person what they want. I like watching relationship shows on TV, mm -hmm. the, the Love is Blind show, so hilarious, so much fun. And you see people stepping, oh, you can see it on their face. They're saying yes, but their whole energy is a no. say no. Well, they're the desiring an end result without kind of understanding, why do you want that result? Do you think that result is going to be resolve everything of the turmoil inside of you? Because that's what people think, right? Oh, if I just put, get a ring on it, you know, it, it's going to be all okay. I'll live happily ever after. Disney told me so, right? <laughs> then that's when the work begins, baby. It was actually begun before, but it's, we're so afraid of that. That This is why in life we're chasing the destination and forgetting the beautiful experience of the journey. Even when it's painful, Even I'd rather it's painful. be, I'd rather be here really fully feeling something that's hard than shoving it under the rug, yeah. making that rug really bumpy that I know I'm going to trip on later <laughs> <laughs> in order to have everything fine. <laughs> Becomes a piece of furniture like a couch itself for all the things shoved underneath it. I mean, I'm sure as a cellist, you know, playing your music is if you were all one note, or if you were all over the place, it, you're not mm. being connective with the audience, right? It's, it is yeah. generally kind of starts off slow and builds up and allows us to take that journey, to elongate with the high and then gently kind of come down with the no and being left with that euphoric feeling um, mm. uh, afterwards where you really feel, oh, I really felt that. I really I felt that. that. Right. But mm -hmm. you don't just go out and to start playing a the years and years of practices, right? The years and years of your own discovery as you play it and the years and years of experience that you pile into it of knowing when 
to go up or down or this is just needs to go forward and it's that experience however the conductor is leading so it's your experience of what you're going to bring to that instrument mm, that is so true and you can tell mm. you can tell when there's a musician who is playing the notes yes sometimes very well exactly and you can feel the musician who's like yes who's, who's who's flowing with the energy of the audience who's giving to the audience whose heart is connecting through the music with the they audience. are the oh, music i, so I have i mm. have a um for the love of music uh, show as well and i love interviewing musicians for the reason is they aren't in a journey to search who they are or why they are what they're here to do they've become the music when they play or when they sing that is their identity you know it is they are that music they're sharing their heart and soul every time they perform and when they're not performing the glow of that performance is so them they are continuing mm. to perform even after the mm. performance you know and i i'm always very envious of that beautiful feeling of uh, of really knowing yourself so well your own instrument and and the and living for that experience because i think if we could live for the experience of what life brings us good or bad because when you have the bad times and then you have a good one you get through the bad time this is a good time to pause turn around and look look where i was a week ago a day ago a year ago look where i am now why am i here because i gave myself credit that i could do it i was willing to work on going through it i gave myself a love enough love and support and belief that i could get through it so therefore i am here because of me and the people around you yes but because of me because i was willing mm love it i love it i love celebrating mm. i love celebrating getting through big things little things celebrating each other in my facebook group goddesses and genes celebrate all the time it is it is it is vulnerable yeah. to to say that this thing even even seeing something that i didn't actually and naming it in community with other people with myself that's a celebration yeah I, my partner and i talk about the four stages of change i don't know if you've heard about this I so the four to... hmm? oh, i love we i don't know i think i might have heard it on a podcast but we've like really run with it four stages of change are so amazing because <laughs> we, we love the belief that if i i should just do it then then i've got it right but change is way more complicated than that you have to name what you want to change mm -hmm. and then often the first few times you won't even see where you could have changed it like passed you by you're like oh that was it there that's the yeah. second stage when you see after the fact mm -hmm. what you could have changed the third step is where in the moment you see that you could change but it's still too hard you you're yeah. just you're not ready yet that's still a celebration that's still part you've of acknowledged the stages. it Yes. yes. And then the fourth stage is actually seeing it in the moment and changing and change moves. It's not like one and done. Yeah. The next time you might not see it again. And then maybe you do like it. it but but letting yourself be in that um, evolution of change mm -hmm. as opposed to shoulds, um, mm. blames, um, have tos lets it be much more of that discovery that you were talking about which is so beautiful and and the being kind to yourself as you're and your and lets your partner understand too like if you've asked for something 
and they've said yes, but they're in the, they like didn't see it in the moment that them acknowledging, oh my gosh, yeah, I totally could have done that. And I didn't see it in the moment. That is still them on the path of change if they're open. To but it, it means next time they won't miss it because they're now aware. Hopefully, yeah. maybe they will. Maybe they'll miss it the next five times. Right, exactly. But it's part of their commitment to finding it. Yeah. That willingness to, to learn. I think, you know, one of the biggest things is, um, is being aware that change is needed. Um, and to also being aware that change is inevitable. Resistance is futile because change is happening around us <laughs> all the time. So we may as well go with the changes and therefore it won't be so painful. <clears throat> and why are we so afraid? of making those changes because of the four letter word fear. And what, why is fear so relevant because, or so dominant, is because we are, we don't know what that next moment's going to be. So I'm going to be afraid of it. So therefore I'm not going to do it because it's something fearful. It's purely because you don't understand where you're going. But when you're more in tuned with your journey in life, and you've gathered this skill and this tool, and you've thrown it in your backpack of life, and you become more aware, fear loses its power because now it does become more about exploration of the what if not the what if the what if and yeah, yeah. and then we look at fear and go i respect that you're going to stop me from walking in front of a bus thank you i respect that Please. you're going to tell me when there's <laughs> danger nearby i'm going to pay attention to that kind of fear warning but i'm not going to let you stop me from opening the doors of discovery and seeing what's on the other side. It's getting to that, right? Having that conversation with fear. Do you find that for most people, that is the, you know, the, the fear to love themselves, the fear to get anyone else to love them, the fear of trusting who they are or immersing themselves into something, that it is really the fear that is the blockage, the fear of the unknown? I think the fear of the unknown all of those questions you just had, what I hear from women is they don't know how to do those. Yeah. The fears turn up much more practically like I'm afraid of being judged by my mom or I'm afraid I'll lose my partner. So it is the, the, the relationships being pulled apart that mean a lot to people. That is the number one fears that I hear. And then the fear, of not being able to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And that's where having someone who, you know, just starting with a method, just mm -hmm. try something that someone is teaching. There's so much amazing people and methods and information yes. and things out there. Yes. If I, if it might sound strange, but I really encourage people not to try not to let is this the right thing for me mm -hmm. hold you back if anything right. in you feels curious open yeah if, if you can afford it just yes. explore start practicing something mm -hmm. because it's by taking small regular actions mm -hmm. that we move towards towards your goal most you know overnight successes are ten thousand hours plus overnight yes. <laughs> over 10 years plus overnight yes so whatever 
Even if you learn what doesn't work for you, that actually is still helping you learn what does work for you. So just starting a meditation practice, starting reading some of those books, starting working with a couples counselor that you enjoy or a couples coach, letting yourself have some sensuality practices, letting mm. yourself name what you're experiencing in your body and practicing shifting into curiosity yeah. with it. These little micro practices, I'm such a fan of weaving micro practices into your day. I Maybe one day I'll do one of those 10 day silent retreats. Yeah, it could happen. But most of us have full lives and yeah. oh, I don't have an hour to spend is, is very valid, but you have two minutes. Yeah. You have 30 seconds yep. and to let yourself come back to yourself too. That's why we love showers. That's mm. why we love drinking coffee because it's mm. warm and round yeah. our cup and we get to feel it on our lips and going into our bodies. It's yeah. taking that breath, right? Yeah. Taking mm -hmm. that breath. Just even, you know, if you're at the office or at your desk all day, just stop, close your eyes, take three deep breaths and be present with self. You know, align those chakras. Do Just you notice. Be, be in that moment. Do something nice for yourself for a moment, right? And it, it's, we're so busy again being dutiful that mm. we forget that we have a duty to ourselves first. Because mm. if we are not paying attention to ourselves, then how can we help anyone else? Oh, that word duty is awful. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'll, I'll go with commitment. I'll make a commitment to myself. I'm not, I don't like duty. <laughs> oh, you went, um, I can't hear you. Something has happened. I pressed the button because I coughed and didn't come back. So when you're committed to what you're doing, because it's become your purpose, it's what gets you up in the day, it's what your driving energy force is, that is commitment mm -hmm. because you are compelled mm -hmm. to do it because it means so much to you and the results that others are, are getting because of it. Duty is when you're doing it because you feel it's expected of you. Mm. And you've put that mm -hmm. expectation upon yourself to fulfill the needs of others' expectations. And I think that in many, many ways is a form of slavery because now you mm. out of duty is sacrificing yourself to fulfill everyone else at the expense of self. Yeah. Yeah. Those days need to be done. We don't want to be there, do we? Nope. <laughs> so how no. do you in your practice get people from that sacrificial land that many of us have, you know, become into a place of loving self-value and recognizing what they really do want, finding that courage and strength to go after it? Um, how do people reach you and what kind of programs do you offer them to help them yeah. from that mindset? Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. So I, I post tons on Facebook. You can find me there, Karina Reeves. And my website is KarinaReevesCoaching.com. And the first place I would recommend to connect with me and to practice this being in calm presence with yourself is a little little freebie you can sign up for it's my pleasure it's called my frustration to flow practice mm -hmm. and you can get it at every um everydaygoddess.love everydaygoddess.love and i would love to hear how this practice works for you it is really a 
profound shift from judgment and shame into allowance, acceptance, and literally flow, like like it mm. says in the title, like frustration to flow. So that would be such a pleasure. And my partner and I right now are building our The Relationship Revolution program. Mm -hmm. And if you are having things coming up in your relationship, in how, you know, ideally you're not like on the brink, you know, you're not on the brink of disaster, but you can feel that there's some habits, there's some loops that keep coming up. You can feel yeah. where there's places where you want, want more expression of your desires, mm -hmm. of your flow, of your passion with life, with your partner. So that's, those are the things that I have cooking right now. It would be such a pleasure to welcome you into my world by trying this practice and, and connecting in these places. I'd love that. You know, that's the big word you use there was passion. Yes. If we haven't got passion for life, and it doesn't mean it has to be full force and on, you know, 150 all the time. It, it is being on the path where the passion can put itself in a higher gear, but also can still drive around in the first gear and still be something. Again, that that purpose, that passion, that commitment to doing and being, because it's where the love is. And yes. where the love is, that's where everything's going to grow. So, yeah. you know, the importance of. Um, yeah. So to spell her name for those that are listening, it's C-A-R-I-N-A, Reeves, R-E-E-V-E-S, coaching.com, Karina Reeves, coaching.com. Uh, you can reach her, transform, Karina Reeves, coaching.com, Facebook, Karina Reeves 3, Instagram, Karina Reeves and and of course you've got the Everyday Goddess um, where you have that program there's um, you know everything... everydaygoddess.love yeah it's dot love is a new it's like dot com right so it's dot love it's a new um it's a new suffix yeah which oh, I yeah I like so, that. how gorgeous is that yes like, I love yes, that please. yeah um and you know the thing is you don't have to stay where you are if you're unhappy you just feel you know, I think I'm happy. If you have to ask yourself <laughs> that question, then, you know, generally, no, you're not. Well, I, I think I have a full, I, th I think he's a good man, but you're not feeling it, then you're disconnected from those senses. And we want you to express those senses in every which way. You know, what is, you know, I think for some people, it's not so much the anger or the injustice or the feeling of the judgment. It's that they've stepped into blah. Again, the mm. duty of life has overtaken them so much that they wouldn't know joy if it slapped them in the face because it's saying, you know, well, now I've got to go do the dishes now. I've got to go and put Johnny to bed. And then I've got to go and prepare with so-and-so's homework. And then I've got to go and do this. And it's all got to, got to, got to, got to, got to. And it's like, well, where is your time? Where is your time to actually be able to look at little Johnny and enjoy watching him play because you're too busy doing. And that can become so very blah. And I think knowing that, observing that, and then willing to take that path into back into your own self-love and joy then that can ignite it in your partner and just ignite it in your family and ignite it in your life and then joys with you wherever you go right yes <laughs> oh thank you so much Sarah yes I highly recommend it it's really fun <laughs> it is you know it's a you know the love generator is when you become the love you're sharing the love and then even in the sharing of the love it is regenerating your love um, but you've got to remember to have, first and foremost, that love of self, which is not selfishness and not conceit. 
not narcissism. Uh, narcissism is when you demand love from everyone else, you know, um, at the expense of them, not uh, not uh, because you want to enhance them. So that love of yourself is your honeypot. And, you know, whoever you're handing the spoon to, <laughs> to partake of that honeypot, make sure that their own vibration is on the way up because then you can really journey together and navigate through all those hiccups and potholes and avoid the Grand Canyon, right? Potholes are fine. You can get through those. Pot, you know, Grand Canyon might be a little harder to climb out of. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much. What an incredible time together. Oh, oh well, thank you. And there's I my kids. Calling. You're right. They there's just the arrived. <laughs> Perfect. Those are my kids for Easter. Okay. Thank you so much for being with us. And uh, to everyone else, remember, it starts with you. So invest in you. Reach out to Karina. And until next time, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. There are so many more for you here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. Just go to the podcast tag at the top there and you will see all the many genres and all 3,000 shows ready for your listening. We are here to serve you, to help you on your journey of life. And we know that through inspiration, it begets invitation. We are supported by you, the listeners, and those that we interview. Anything that you can spare us in donation would be greatly accepted. And we do hope that you enjoy the next show.